Hello and welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scouts. I'm your host James, I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Hello. Guess what's back, Matt? Uh, I don't know. It's back. <laughs> Sorry, I just threw it straight in then, didn't I? Yeah. I didn't really... <laughs> you basically just said hello, and I was like, this. <laughs> um, yeah, Champions League's back. Excellent. Love if, it. Do you not think it feels weird this season, though, with the Champions League? In what sense? Like, I don't know. It feels as if there isn't as much... You know, it's meant to be like the biggest prize in club football, yeah. Champions League. Don't feel like that at the minute. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's still early rounds, but yeah, I think in the case it probably might be still the early rounds and that. Um, I know what you mean, though, because I'll be honest, I actually forgot to use Champions League this week till exactly. Yeah, like it. Still so heard all about same. Mbappe, and that was it. That's that's the only reason I knew it was Champions League this week. Well, that was that was one of the things I wanted to talk about because obviously we knew Liverpool beat Leipzig, and the rest they weren't really. Any English clubs playing other than that? Yeah. Um, but Mbappe, wow, that kid just ripped Barcelona apart. Yeah, um, people held it as one of the best individual performances by a player in a match in all time. Like it's up there. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Like, there's, what well, about took... Harry Kane against Panama, man. God. No, well, there's a French magazine <laughs> that um, do player ratings. It's quite like well known. For like the player rating, how strict they are, and I believe yeah. they're only given in the history of football. They've only ever given about 10, 10 out of tens. I don't Jesus. think Mbappe got a ten. I think he got he might have got a nine. He might have got a ten because I remember reading the article, but it was high up there. Do you know what should have been the best individual performance? What Lewandowski a few years ago when he scored like four or five goals in like six minutes. Funny enough, Lewandowski was on the list um, oh. for Dortmund. <laughs> I remember reading the list. Most recent, I know, it was Lucas Moura against Ajax Tottenham. Yeah. That got a 10 out of 10. Good Lewandowski show. got a couple. Messi got it twice, I believe. Uh, Neymar got it once for PSG when he scored four against Lenz or Cannes or someone, I can't remember. Backstreet Club. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been some others. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's quite cool. I never knew that. Um, I see. I <laughs> this is a little bit of danger to the Champions League. I thought that they were still sticking with the whole one round knockout, Kirby's but they're not, not. Kirby's not a thing anymore, mate. If you're not a Boris tonight, it's done because like it, bags. <laughs> it, I thought the one round knockout thing would have been better. Because cause the season's been pushed back more. Yeah. It it limits and like halves the games. Like let's be honest, it literally halves them. Especially if teams are playing at neutral ground for one of the legs due to actual COVID reasons. You might as well just play, you know what? Yeah. One neutral round and just smash exactly. through it. Especially with fixture congestion as it is as well. Yeah. And like to to sort of make it easier, they could use um Grounds of teams that are in the Champions League still. Yeah. So, like, say, for example, PSG were playing Barcelona and Real Madrid were playing, I don't know, name a team, Man City. Yeah. Have the other leg at Man City and then have Real Madrid play City at 
But at New Camp or whatever. Yeah. Or PSG, yeah, or whichever. PSG, Just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swap, swap the stadiums so that there's still a neutral venue. Yeah, makes sense. Because um, the stadium's not going to be... It would have been getting used anyway. Yeah. So it would be available for use, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're not just knocking on some random club's door saying we're going to use your stadium. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it just seems, it just seems weird that they, they opted for the two-leg route. Yeah, yeah. But... um. I don't know. Yeah, a bit weird. A bit weird. Yeah, well, I suppose we are. No, we talking of Champions League fixtures, you know, I was talking about that rating 10 out of 10. I've just remembered another player. Do you remember um, Ajax versus Real Madrid at Bernabeu? Couples, was it last season? No, the season where Tottenham did Ajax in the semi final. Yeah. Remember when Ajax taught uh, Real Madrid apart? Dusan Tadic got a 10 out of 10 as well in that match. I'm sure he did. Well, Tadic, Tadic is great for Ajax, though, isn't he? Ever since he left Southampton, he stepped up a gear and became such like a, one of Europe's elite players. But I, it's such like, a weird thing to happen, isn't it? He was a good player at like, Southampton. He just didn't seem it, to work out there. But he was always capable. Yeah. He always had moments of like sheer brilliance for Southampton, but just never stuck. But yeah, he's gone to Ajax and yeah, just become a, a next level player. <laughs> Brilliant player. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, but let's go into Premier League anyway because we had some. Interesting results that start shaping the Premier League a bit better. Okay. Um, one of them is that Liverpool are securing their bottom half <laughs> finish by losing 2 0 in the Merseyside derby, meaning that Liverpool is blue. Oh, so good. It's crazy, isn't it? So good. Like, can they blow up anymore? I know. Like, don't even have to bring out the hashtag of ABL, anyone but Liverpool anymore. They're doing it for us. We don't have to <laughs> beg other teams to be winning 20 games in a bounce to knock them off their one season. Once every 30 years, all we win the title, perched our year. Once every 30, mate, sit down. But, um... Oh, it's so good, mate. So good. And now Henderson's injured as well. Oh, good, yeah, he's lost another center half. Well, he's not a center half, but I think Fabinho is back. But it's, oh, it's bad, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. It's, it's bad. not bad, mate. It's not bad. It's good. <laughs> like, oh, the penalty, though. Let's talk about, let's talk about the penalty. Um, obviously, Trent slides in, does what he does. Don't know why we're debating this, mate. It should stand. <laughs> Don't know why we're debating this. Definitely. Really? You think, you think it stood? Yeah, because he put Liverpool. It was a goal against Liverpool. How's it stood? Hundred percent. Joking aside, should it have stood? He thinks I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, um, not as clear as cut as, I know, as I'm making it. Definitely safe to say. It's it's a weird one because <laughs> it's rare that you have something like that happen. Mm. Like, Trent gets need in the back of the head. Yeah, but. Calvert-Lewin's obviously made his run. Trent slid across about 10 yards in front of him as well. Let's be serious. Yeah. And then Calvert-Lewin sees him on the ground and runs into him. There's target there. Just run for it. Like We saw one... Um, I can't remember the match. We mentioned it the other week before the player dived because it, it was given as a penalty, but the player the player slid in, but the player didn't change his run. He overhit the ball, then he just went for the play and got the penalty. It was a game recently. I can't remember what it was. 
That's all. No, can I? Yeah. Oh well. But yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, like it's it's a weird one, and the, the referee can't remember the life of who the ref was now. But he goes over to the monitor, doesn't he? And there's a lot of... A oh, lot and apparently of... he bit and everyone looks at the incident. He just said, oh, I yeah. should have pen that. <gasps> oh, like, I don't know. It's a bit weird about that. But even if the penalty didn't stand, Everton would have won this because Liverpool just had nothing in the tank. Yeah. Like, Pickford had a really good game as well. But do you know who did really have a good game? Who's that? Michael Keane. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was waiting for you. That, but yeah, I thought Michael Keane. Like you can't fault him at all, really, can you? No, he's no. been he's been good this season. He has really stepped up this season, especially with well, that loan out young Brad uh, Branfley because Michael Keane's playing that well. So Branfley has he actually gone out alone? He's a Blackburn mate. Oh, is he, mate? Last week, he was up against Glenn Murray, mate. Two former car plays, head-to-head, Blackburn versus Forest. That's brutal. Clash of the Titans in the championship, that. (laughs) Clash of the Titans. Oh, God. Clash of generations, really, isn't it? Yeah, about 20 years difference between the two of them. That's not even even a joke, that. It's 20 years, probably, between Glenn Murray and Jared Bronfoyd. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Um, But this means Liverpool now sits sixth. Having played the same amount of games as everyone, but Everton are level on points with them, with a game in hand. So Everton could go three points clear of Liverpool if they win the game in hand. And then let's also take into account that Aston Villa below them have two games in hand, and they're four points behind Liverpool with the same goal difference. So if Villa win and draw, they will go above Liverpool. And then Spurs have got a game in hand on Liverpool, but are four points behind. So Spurs could claw back to within one point, which would leave Liverpool eighth. <sighs> Level on games. So with good. So good. It's crazy though, isn't it? Champions. Like, the worst title defence is possibly um, Leicester or Blackburn, isn't it? Like, let's be honest. It's. Well, to be fair, wasn't it Chelsea that got won the title? Oh god, six yeah. months they later, they might do a sack in the second half in the second bottom half of the table. Yeah, oh, Mourinho yeah, wasn't it? That. that was a season where Hazard was just non-existent. Yeah, Hazard went and it already was... packed his bags from Madrid at that point. Yeah, and he hasn't unpacked them. But <laughs> I mean, Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, Liverpool are starting to head that way if they can't get results in. And yeah. do you know what? They can't keep using the. The it's not Van Dyke. Van Dyke's injured. It's not. It's, yeah, it's not. I was literally like, about to say that they can't blame the they can't blame Jordan Pickford for this. No, like but for crocking Van Dyke, like all these injuries, it's not coincidence. Like they're all coming together because these players have been playing non-stop ultra pressing football for the past four, well, three seasons, three four seasons. They're going to yeah. give up at some point, especially with the fixture list at the moment with being more condensed in places because of COVID. This that and. Made that break last yeah. season when they actually won the title. Yeah, it's they haven't freshened the squad up enough. Yeah, personally, and for me. I, I think although Thiago is a brilliant player, does not suit their style if, of football. If, yeah, it don't fit their system at all. So is it down because they want they play quick football like counter attacking football. So you've always got Salah and Mane running off. He likes to he gets the ball, takes his touch, then he looks like he's looking for passes, but then 
But the way that Liverpool have been playing is like it's fed to Henson off Fabinho, they just or Genie. Well, and they've just pinged it up straight for them, and they can't yes. wait. It's like the example with um, Salah's goal against West Ham the other week, where Trent switched it across to Shakiri, Shakiri switched yeah, it straight Shaqiri. to Salah. Salah yeah. took a touch and slots yeah. it from West Ham corner. That's like yeah. Liverpool one on one to an extent. It's just straight up counter attacking, yeah. and I think. Thiago expects the possession, like you say. I'm not saying Liverpool don't have possession, because they do. Well, you've got to think um, of the clubs he, he's former played for. Bayern Munich, heavy possession side. Before that, Barcelona, heavy yeah. possession side. Liverpool do tend to have quite a bit of possession, but they use their pace and the counter. Liverpool, yeah, and like they, they're, they're not known for like having a 50-pass a build-up goal. They're not I mean, they have... Say again. They're not Man City or an Arsenal. Yeah, but exactly. Arsenal can't score theirs, but City can. Man City will pummel you and pummel you and pummel you until you break and they find a gap and they score. Liverpool will absorb pressure and press until you either cock up or they win possession yep. and catch you. Yeah. When you, like you say, like from that West Ham Liverpool, corner. Yeah. Liverpool are the best, them. as funny as this is, when your team have got the ball. Yeah. And you know what? That's how Sheffield United played last season and it worked. But this mm. is <laughs> don't work. <laughs> uh, another good result for them this week, but I'm sure we'll get yeah. to that. We will indeed. But before that, let's talk about West Ham's Spurs. Because David Moyes. West Ham are playing what? football. Moyes' boys, that's it again. I know, I know. So good, mate. Like it's it's weird. I had West Ham tip for relegation, but I'm so glad. Oh, you did. I know, but I'm so glad they proved me wrong because they're actually really good to to watch at the moment. And it's a different West Ham team from a couple of years ago where they had no fight, no passion for the club. Like if he's got rid of Deadwood, yeah, I think like West Ham fans have complained about going to Olympic Stadium from Upton Park because it's got no atmosphere. But if the West Ham faithful were in the stadium right now with this West Ham team, I think it would feel like I think it would feel like a their home, like to an extent, because yeah. I think they'd be 100% behind this side. And they bought some signings, like some of the signs have made this season. Like, they've got the, is it Safal? They've got Safal, they've got Sushek, they've got yeah. some players that are not really that known. But my God, they've stepped up for them. Suchek, you know what? Um, came in mid season last season, didn't he? Came in January transfer window yeah. last season. And he started all right. And you sort of think, yeah, you know, a decent midfielder. Like could cut it in Premier League this season. He's like tripled his price tag. I can't remember how much oh, they paid for him. Not much, but mate. my god, he could sell easy for about sixty, seventy yeah. million. Well, they got him from the Farmers League in Czech Republic, Slavia Prague, Sparta Prague, whoever it would have been. But yeah, it's unbelievable how much he's just taken to Premier League. And he's been and the catalyst of that team. Absolutely, hundred percent. Him and Declan Rice have got such an oh, understanding Declan of Rice, who went to God, go. He's, good, he's looking good as well. He is, isn't he? Like, shooing. Oh, do you know what? Oh, should I stay or should I go? Hello. Thing is, though, like, I've just, like, I, I came into the episode with one person in mind. I've already changed it twice. Same. <laughs> just I... by talking about <laughs> certain matches, it's like, oh, I didn't even think of him. When <laughs> when we get to it, we'll we'll throw all names out there and we'll see, we'll see what's what. Um,. But also, speaking of English players, Jesse Lingard, three goals in four games. I'm telling you there, mate. Hello. 18 and 18. It's going to happen. He's, he's looking good in a West Ham shirt, isn't he? Let's be honest. I think Man United need him. <laughs> <laughs> Recall. 
but no, he's he's stepping up to be fair. And he looks lively, he looks sharp, and he, he looks happy to be playing football. It shows like it his goal, fit. his goal was well taken, yeah. Like, because obviously they thought he was going to get disallowed for being offside, but he was clearly onside because the other lad didn't get a touch on the ball. But some finish, yeah, definitely. Like, he's he stepped his game up, and do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me because I think Southgate likes him. Southgate's always yeah, Southgate's if, a fan of Lingard. If he ends up in that England squad, but it's it's down to who oh, misses you, out. You can't, There's a lot. Who would you drop for Jesse Lingard? Like, not a clue. No one. <laughs> like they're all playing decently at the moment. The only exception, but if they had a good game over the weekend, was Jaden Sancho. Could Dortmund have had Dortmund have had a poor season? Because Sancho's probably dropped off the boil slightly, but. I still think but you'd still him. take Sancho, Gosh, wouldn't you? He's an absolute live wire. You, you, but what about Hudson Adoy? He's had it. <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, he's not in my squad. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that one shortly. Um, Spurs, though. Spurs have got to be, in the Premier League, the worst side at starting a game. They, they just take about 60 minutes to get into a game, it's and it's late. too late. Yeah. Like I've I've never seen like they conceded first few minutes at first half and then first few minutes at second half. And then towards end of the second half, they were actually playing good football. Like Bale had that chance. The they obviously bar. got the goal. Yeah. Like it's just too little too late. Um Yeah, like um there's dude there's a manager comparison on match of the day too between Poch and Mourinho. Oh yeah, the last fifty games and yeah. the first fifty games. Yeah, it doesn't look good for Mourinho that. No, no. It doesn't look good for Tottenham. They got rid of Poch. But yeah, well, I mean, look what Poch is doing now. He's doing bits. Well, to be fair, mate, you can go managing for PSG and win matches there, mate. I know Barcelona's a little different, but the league, we going. I mean, if you want to try and sort me out a contract, mate, I'll go and do it. Yes, yeah, I don't have those connections, <laughs> mate. To be fair. You need to speak to your club. Your owners probably mates with their owners. <laughs> if we want to say that. <laughs> well, go man in Sheffield United gets back into the prep. No, I don't want you lot won't get rid of Wilder. No, I, I doubt it. Um, but whilst you're on the topic of Jose Mourinho, he's now become one of the worst Spurs managers statistically. He has the worst win rates. One of, sorry, the worst win rates. And it's not far away from a certain Juan de Ramos. I remember Juan de Ramos. One day manager. One day Ramos. (laughs) One day Ramos. (laughs) Oh dear, I'm dumb. (laughs) Um, But yeah, has Jose lost it, do you think? I mean, we're only a couple of months back. We're on about being title contenders. That just shows how bad this run is. Yeah, like they were they were top at tree. They were flying. Yeah, but now they can't score in a brothel, mate. <laughs> I love that term. Can't score in a brothel. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on. Um, I think Mourinho is going to start doing his whole. It's the players, it's not me. Because well, he started comments... he started that with Tottenham when he went in there. He said they were too soft. He had no backbone, spineless. He said he said that already. Yeah. Well, the fact that. He's been there now for however long, and the club still has that mentality. Shows he's obviously not effective in that team. Yeah, like so. you look at 
they made the uh, comparison on Match It Day as well about David Moyes bringing players in like Suchek and uh, Sufar, like you say, yeah. and it's transformed them. Yeah. The brilliant players, Jesse Lingard as well. You could even say he's got the yeah. best out of Jesse Lingard so far. Um, and Mourinho, who would you say has improved in that Spurs squad? Um, people say that he made Harry Kane a bit of a more of an all-round player because obviously he dropped him, he dropped him in the hole slightly. Yeah. But I, think, I don't, I don't know if he's improved him though because Kane's always had that in his locker, hasn't he? Um, or just maybe at a push. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm clutching at straws here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's ruined my Doherty. Yeah, I think the sign. I think he's signing a regular to be a good sign for Tottenham. Regular has been good. Yeah. He's always looked decent yeah. for them, but yeah, it's hard to pinpoint. So the Celso maybe at a push, maybe slight improvement in him, but that's it. Yeah, like it's tough. We had we had this similar conversation whilst we were at Man United as well, saying who's he improved at Man United. Scott McSauce. Um, Scott McSauce. Pretty much yeah, yeah but it. It's a Mourinho thing, though. He don't he don't work and develop players. He's not like a Pep. All do but you one on one. He hasn't bought players. He hasn't done anything with this team really. He hasn't really. He brought Bale in. That's gonna. Yeah, but he must have. He must have known that that's what, like... what he should have expected. Oh yeah, that's just going puts another nail in Mourinho's coffin. Like, if he knows that Bale's gonna be like that, why did he hire him in the sign him in the first place not, not even just Bale I'm on about like the transfer policy in general Spurs are notorious for not spending money yeah, no. like surely he must have known that because he's been around the Premier League for years he knows what Spurs are who is Tottenham's record signing Davidson Sanchez is it not um, Tangay Undombele yeah it could be Dundon wasn't Bale. he like 60 mil but yeah 60 mil for Undombele somewhere around that ballpark anyway I think mm. um, but I'm pretty sure he's the record sign yeah. um, but yeah Spurs have always bought players in that are doing okay and then they build them up like Son for example, Son were doing okay and then he'd become like one of the best wingers in the world well you're saying, that's, to you're saying that's Tottenham's policy I think that was just Poch's policy mate true, yeah I don't think, that, I don't think that could be a, a specific Tottenham blueprint I just think that was Potch's blueprint because that's why he got hired from Southampton because he had such success with bringing in young players and pulling Selling out gems them. in the transfer market and turning them into world class. Well, world class might be a stretch for some of the players, but improving <laughs> them. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you could argue that as well. Um, but yeah, let's move away from uh, from Spurs and talk about. A game I really don't want to have to talk about, but I've got to do it. Fulham against Sheffield United finished 1-0. We're relegated. You're not yet, though. You're not officially relegated. Yeah, but I've accepted it now. Like, it's too... It's too... um, There's too many things going wrong. What's the earliest point you could actually be officially relegated? Probably tomorrow. No one knows. (laughs) Um, well, to be fair, Palace are beating Brighton, mate. Oh yeah, we should actually state that we're currently recording as Palace are playing Brighton. So, oh my that's, god, that's happening. You're 14 um, points from safety. Yeah, don't I know it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and we've got Liverpool next, so that's a win, mate. Then, right? 
Mm, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We only play. We only. Like, the thing that's the thing that's got me is Jack O'Connell's been out all season. Yeah. Um, and I can't say Liverpool fans can't use that excuse, and then use Jack O'Connell's excuse because it's not. But now John Egan's out as well. Um. So I <laughs> know Jackie Elka. Oh God, the old guard. Yeah, I'm the oldest. He's the, well, he's the oldest outfield player in the league now, isn't he? Um, but it's it's injuries combined with not being able to get a striker in that's capable of finding the back of the net, not yeah. from a penalty spot. Yeah. And also, no fans. I think the fans have really, really helped us last season. Yeah, I could go with that. Like, obviously, you're riding the wave of momentum. Obviously, you, with your fans at Bramall Lane, it would definitely push you on a bit more. But yeah, yeah. The, the way that we play, the play style, it needs fans back in to give the players the the push to to play that pass or to make that run or to you know, like like yeah. you say, ride the wave of the momentum and the and, famous twelfth man mates. Yeah, and we just miss that and. I'm accepting the fact that we're going to get relegated and the squad that we've got hasn't done enough for me to warrant anyone to want to come and buy them, if that makes sense. Well, mate, let's let's just put it out there. You're a championship team, really. Like, yeah. Like, even when you got promoted in the Premier League last season, you didn't go crazy and buy a load of ex-Premier League players or your highest profile was probably Sander Burge and that was it. And all the others were... Former championship players, uh, and a pensioner to your squad, yeah. <laughs> then I am. I'm going to say this though: we should have had a penalty. Yeah. That that challenge on Bogle from keeper. Yeah. Um, happens in Midlet Park. It's a red card. Keeper though is allowed like, to do that. Apparently so. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I, even with the draw, though, I wouldn't have been happy. It, it's just pathetic. The performances just aren't there, and just is what it is now. It's all right, mate. You can always look forward to that Sheffield derby next season. That'll be a little highlight. Actually, I'm for looking you. forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get me tickets because <laughs> mid-May, fans, ten thousand fans, could be allowed back into Premier League grounds. Season will be done by then, mate. So it'll be for next season. Season will be done by May. Mid-May. Normally would be. Oh yeah, the season started later, I suppose. Yeah, because it'll be it'll be going on about a week before Euros start. <laughs> oh, that's be ridiculous nice for the Euros. Yeah. It is indeed. Um right, let's rattle through some of these games then. We've got Go Leicester Villa. Leicester winning two one and they're continuing the chase on Man City, level on points with Man United, but sitting third place. They've got to finish top four this season, and this is yeah. The season. I want Leicester in that top four; they deserve it. Like, yeah, Harvey Barnes has been a revelation for them this season. Like, Damari, who? Yeah, exactly. Did not like we we were literally saying about Damari Gray being an exceptional talent a couple of seasons ago, and why is he not played more? Then they sell him, and you're a bit like, what? And then to fear, Brendan Rodgers is here. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. And Harvey Barnes, you know what? He was just a sort of an average player to to sort of a couple of seasons ago when he first when he first started coming into it. Um, but last season, they were his first full season. 
uh, he was out on loan, wasn't he, last season? This is his first. No, season I'm pretty back. sure he's still playing for. Pretty sure he was still playing for Leicester last season. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't like a first team regular like he is now. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was okay. It it wasn't setting the world alight. It was just a young English player, and a lot of people were a bit like, "Oh, you know what? He could be decent." Yeah. But now, the kid is just amazing at the minute. Yeah, he's doing an extremely good season. Does he warrant an argument for an England place? Um, he could be in the conversation, definitely, but the area of pitch where he plays is such a strong one for England. It's going to be tough for him, isn't it? Yeah. He's going to be one of them players like that was such a good player but got just Nothing. didn't get used for England. Because of the position. Yeah, everyone else around him. It's going to be like similar for like Wan-Bissaka. My my personal favourite for players that didn't get utilised is Matt Letizia. I was about to say him. Because he was unbelievable, but because of the role that he played, it didn't fit the system for England. So... But yeah, he's going to end up being one of them players. It's a shame because he's such a good, talented player. And if he ever switches allegiance, I'll kill him. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. um, just quickly about that game though that foul, foul throw in wow. yeah that was definitely a foul throw the goal should who not threw have it can't remember who threw it now mate but it was definitely a foul throw I genuinely can't remember who threw it now I had the name in my head but it's gone uh, but yeah he jumps <laughs> he actually jumps he's ridiculous hey, wait, um, a bit of distance on it mate just a little bit yeah, yeah. And what about James Madison as well? He's doing really well at the minute. Yeah, he's definitely trying to get his ticket on that plane as well, to be fair. Um, took his goal well. Really neat, neat finish to the bottom corner from outside the box. Good goal. Southgate there watching as well. Quite a few players for him to watch there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Arsenal Man City. I'm not going to lie, pretty boring game. Goal inside opening two minutes and then nothing. Yeah. Boring. Boring, boring city. Win again. <laughs> 80 wins in a row in all competitions. They definitely turned the screw this city side. So, so good. Like and without, It's a record without, now, isn't it? And really without an out-and-out striker. Playing De Bruyne up top, man, is weird. Yeah, I know. Like, if you had a passer like De Bruyne in your team, would you play in the furthest forward? Hey, if you can pass the ball into the, into the net like he passes it. <laughs> Like I, I get maybe he's gonna try and make him do like a a Firmino role kind of where he's False he's linking up yeah. yeah but I don't know it's weird isn't it yeah but Haaland that is that is what it's gonna be I see him I see you next season I see him at City next season what then... we saying hundred and twenty odd million. Just slap some money down. Absolutely, like <laughs> just chuck it all at him. Just <laughs> like get the, him. The like, guy's an animal. Yeah, he's so good. Just get him. Just get it done. Hundred uh, percent. Man United against Newcastle. Three-one. Um, I don't really want to talk about the game because it, it weren't all that great, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, Newcastle tried, bless him, but. <laughs> Wasn't um, enough. The, th- the thing that stands out to me is just I'm sick of Anthony Marshall now. 
Should I actually am. He's number nine for Man United. He spent plenty of time on the wing, panting about, not chasing back. He wants to be an out-and-out striker where he's... They are actually tend to be playing him right now. He doesn't, That's two he, seasons. He doesn't contribute there. enough at all. Man United have scored 53 goals so far this season. He's got, he's like got four. four. Yeah, four. It's ridiculous. And he's the striker. You, you take someone like Lukaku, for example. He'd have had about 30 of them goals. Yeah, but Solskjaer like, didn't like him for some daft reason. I thought, you know what, we get rid of Lukaku and not get a replacement in. Yeah. We still haven't really. I, I, I get Martial wants to play through the middle. Like, I want to be a millionaire. I'd rather, I'd rather they play Greenwood through the middle up top. If they're going to play a striker that is only he's got the best four goals, Greenwood's probably the best natural finisher of that club. Yeah, definitely. 100% back Cavani, maybe. But... but He's he's been there for six seasons now. Yeah, six it's incredible that he's been seasons. there that long because he was. But the clause and he's the clause in the transfer that they're going for Monaco that they have to pay Monaco another eight million or something if he comes Ballon d'Or. That's gone right yeah. out the window. That's a good bit of deal the by guy, United. <laughs> the guy has like two decent games a season. Everyone like mm. thinks he's Mbappe or something. Like it's it's just not. It's not that he's not good. It's that he's, he's not consistent. He's lazy yeah, and he's that. not got the. He's not got the, the know-how to be a number nine up top. Like you say, he's always on the wing. He's always dropping too back, like too deep. and it's He needs to be sat in between the two centre-halves. On the shoulder. On the shoulder, yeah. Yeah. And make that, he's got the pace to be 90% of the centre-halves yeah. in the league. Like, and if you've got someone like Bruno threading passes through, just get on shoulder your man and run through. Like, <laughs> it's... It's painful, but I think he needs to go. I think they just need to get rid of him. Because, like, his his best return was something like 23 goals in, one in six seasons. Yeah. And and I think the nearest he's got to that is something like 15, 16. Um, but for a club like Man United that have got ambitions and are wanting to go places, I think maybe it's time to call it for Martial and I just don't know who let they, him go off elsewhere. They need to. Uh, I don't know if they bring a new, a new striker in or they eventually just go with Greenwood up top or they put Rashford into the middle. But Rashford, I know Rashford scored in this game. I don't think he's the most clinical of striker. Rashford, I think Rashford cuts in from left. Yeah. He's, that's what I he's good that, at. I think Rashford I, I, works best off the striker to the left, like you've just yeah. said. I, I don't think he could cut it in middle. I'm not saying he wouldn't. No, give it I think his best I think he would he do would. a job if needed, but I don't think he'd be yeah. the most clinical striker in the world if he was a top. I think you could have him. You know, it'd be more effective having him on the left hand side of a front three and having an out and out striker. Don't know who. Yeah. I think I think they'd have to go into the market for one unless Greenwood steps up. What about Yusuf Paulson? Mm. Then again, he's a bit like mm. Lukaku in here, big I lad. Yeah, I don't see him fitting the Man United mould. Mm. Otaro Martinez. Yeah. Inter. Maybe. That'll push. That wouldn't be a bad show. Wouldn't be a bad show. But I don't know. You could probably. Yeah. I just, I just think it's curtains for, for Martial now, though. I think he's, he's not hit the levels that are required to be a striker at Man United. If he wants to play out wing, sound, but he's not going to end up being playing through the middle. No. It's just, it's not going to be anything towards a title winning side or a cup winning team or anything like that. You need a 
consistent goal scorer. Absolutely. Um, and they can't rely on uh, Bruno Fernandes anymore <laughs> for all goals. Uh, Wolves against Leeds. Wolves securing three points to leapfrog Leeds. They've not had it brilliant of late, Wolves. What a goal. Uh, and they what needed that stroke look, though, didn't they? What a goal. World class. <laughs> the sh- Do you know what, though? That shot had some serious power on it. Uh, it was like I was watching the highlights with the missus, and she actually laughed out loud seeing the goal because I made her watch it because she was doing something. I was like, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Triori drills it from outside the box. Unbelievable strike. Smacks yeah. down. I was like, keep, we've got nowhere near it. And rightfully so. It hits him in the back there and rolls in. It's like. It's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> it's something you've seen a Scott Sterling video or something on YouTube. He's Scott Sterling! Like. Oh, he saved it! <laughs> but the lead keeper did not. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny, but Wolves needed that stroke of luck. And then there was the whole um, uh, offside decision. Was it offside decision in this one? I can't remember what it was. Was there a goal disallowed for offside? Uh, I can't remember. Top end, mate, I'll be honest. <sighs> that much football and that little sleep. I can't keep up. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was there was something about Leeds should have had a goal or, or got something happened. VAR point. Something along them lines. But I can't remember what it was. Great podcasting. Yeah, I know. We are efficient. <laughs> top notch. Uh, speaking of top notch, Southampton against Chelsea. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a classic. It wasn't a classic at all. In to fair, I... I did like Minamino's goal. Oh yeah, Minamino. He, he dropped the keeper, dropped Mendy, and he dropped a Chelsea defender and just slotted it. It was a good goal. Tell you what, Liverpool could do him right now. Absolutely, like, been amazing. The fact that Liverpool haven't scored a goal from open play this year—they've all been penalties or something daft. I read. Oh, is that true? I'm sure it popped up somewhere. I've seen it. I hope. No, they must have because yeah. they scored. Yeah, they scored from open play. In the league, They've, we were talking about one before where they Shakiri into Salah in at home. Oh, at home. Yeah, at home. Oh, I know that. I know that Salah, Mane, and Firmino haven't. Have they scored a goal from open play at home this year? You you look that up. Okay. Okay. Um. But Southampton, they're yet to win in the league since the 9-0 thumping. Still, they've still not managed to get three points since then. They won in the cup, but they've still not managed to rake in three points against the Premier League side. Um, But this is a step in the right direction. One all. Wasn't the greatest game, like Matt said, but it's at least progress. They picked up a point. Now they can use that and move on into the next game and smash it. How are you doing with your fact finding? There's only no, they haven't. I'll go. Through, I'll go through. I'll with you now, mate. Basically, um, far from the away, no, home, no away, away. Drew nil nil at home to Man United. Got beat one nil at home to Burnley. Uh, away, away, Burnley, away. Got beat one nil by Brighton. Got beat four one by City. Penalty. Salah. And yeah, wow. That's fair. They've only, they've, actually scored, they've only scored one goal at home this year. And it was that a is a joke. Wow. 
I suppose you could argue fans not being there. It's I don't know. Well, the clubs don't have fans, mate. No, no. But I use that excuse, Sheffield United, so I feel like it's only fair. I use it for Liverpool as well. <laughs> Liverpool fans don't deserve anything, mate. But so. Jack O'Connell's better than Van Dijk anyway, so... I wouldn't um, go as far as that. The the injury that we have is more crucial than the one that they've got, so hey-ho. Um, but yeah, back to the Southampton-Chelsea game. Hudson and Doyle being subbed off after 30 minutes. A bit demoralising for the lad. Who was it that got that? Recently, that we talked about, was it Mourinho? Did it to someone? Oh, is it Eric Dyer? He got subbed off after like twenty minutes or something. Yeah, there was something. Yeah, so, but a player coming on and then getting subbed off, he's like, oh dear, uh oh. (laughs) But I suppose if your manager's not happy, he's not happy. Not working to your system, or you're not tracking back, or you're just not doing the job you've been sent on for. You do run the risk. Yeah. It's a shame because it's an Adoy's coming to some decent form whilst Tuchel's been there. Yeah. But, so, but I suppose he wasn't happy with that 30 minutes he saw. No, definitely not. Uh, Burnley against West Brom. Burnley should have won this. Perfect result if we'd have won. Yeah. But we didn't. So, and nor did Burnley. And like you say, they should have won it against 10 men. That's the chance to take the points and distance themselves. Anything on that? Yeah, they should have won, man. Like, West Brom easily got the man sent off. They were up against eleven men. Up against ten men. They had chances. Where did you go then? I don't know. I thought you were still talking. I was waiting for you. They both went silent. He said, "He said about you'd like left the room, and then when I went anything on that, you're like, Phew, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still here, still here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh dear, um, yeah, West Brom did look all right though. To be fair, even though they were down to ten men, they did look okay. Yeah, it seemed to be a rallying call for them, and they did seem to keep it together, which is good for yeah. them. That sort of position, they need to have these sort of performances. Massive point that for West Brom." It is. Massive. It is. Um, and Burnley should have had a penalty as well for that. Uh, Bar- Barkley. Barkley? Not Barkley. Bartley. Bartley. Kyle Bartley. Kyle Bartley. The handball. Don't know um, how it to be honest. Yeah, it's seen them giving every day a week. Yeah. Um, so, there always seems to be some weird decisions going on every single week. Just far, mate. Yeah, just far. It's, it's ruining football. It's not just against Liverpool. <laughs> it's the best league in the world. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> I love that video. It is good. And do you know how you mentioned Will Griggs earlier? Yeah. Did you mention Will Griggs? No. All oh, right. Well, there you go. Oh, God. <laughs> I found it before. He will score goals. He will score just more and more. He will score goals. So if this was getting tired of Bromley Lane, who would this team be about? Your team. No one's on fire yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll start there. Yeah, I was just looking through the sound clips that I had stored and I saw that. And then I thought you'd mention Will Griggs, but you were on about Glenn Murray, weren't you? Yeah, I'm not mentioning Will Griggs. <laughs> and because I just said it in front of me, I was like, you mentioned Will Griggs before. 
No. <laughs> Any excuse to play it. Any excuse. I love it how initially you were like, yeah, I did, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. That's great. Um, yeah, if it was a Sheffield United one, it'd just say, no one's on fire. <laughs> Your defense is not petrified. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is actually time for. Should I stay or should I go? Boom. Uh, so this is our should I stay or should I go section. This is where myself, Matt, and you, the listeners, are building a Euros 2020-21 slash um, England squad. So far in the team, we have Jordan Pickford, John Stones, Aaron Wambasaka, Luke Shaw, James Ward-Prowse, Ford and Grealish, Henderson, Kane, Calvert-Lewin, Rashford, Sterling, and from last week's poll, enters... Bukayo Saka but I don't know if I'm happy about it Saka was your pick wasn't it it was but Harvey Barnes has just been great hasn't he he has but we've got it on the voting system the the Stonewall whitewash whatever you want to call it 100% Saka got I suppose that's just Arsenal fans coming into full force isn't it really all two of them um, but yeah, so Saka's in the squad. Um, we're gonna have a bit of a dilemma here to just pick two players, I think, because Maybe. I've got a few names in mind. I and I think it. we should. How how many people? Um, how many people can you put on a poll? Is there a maximum four. number? You say four. Yeah. Oh. Four. I was gonna say it could be five, but if you can only do four, that's annoying. Okay. Yeah, can I do four? Okay. Why have you got five names in mind? No, but obviously you've got two potential, and I was going to put three in the list, and you do the best, best three out of five, and get a bit of a squad going, get some more players in. Who's your three then? Nick Pope, Declan yeah. Rice, and Jesse Lingard. Yeah. Do you know what? Jesse I've got Lingard. another one to throw into that as well. Who? Michael Keane. Yeah, my, uh, Michael Keane was I actually fought along as well. As well as the two that I had in my list, like you said, Madison and Barnes. We, I want to give Barnes have, another go. We need to have a mass vote off this week. It's like a massive. <laughs> How many votes? Like Love Island. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, mate. I'm telling you. We need to we need to figure something Couples. out. Who's coupling up? <laughs> Six players in. Top three are in. <sighs> figure it out. Are you do How soon? am I going to do that? Are two separate? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you could have a week of votes. So you could have one night, it could be this player versus this player. Oh, yeah, so you, like have, that. you could I have like a little knockout system, and it weaves through. Right, so so who have we got? we got Keane. Yeah. Who's similar to Keane? Defender. Uh, that we put forward. Who were your names again? It was Pope, Keane. Pope, I said Keane. Madison. Barnes. Who else did I say? Oh, Declan Rice. Rice and Lingard. I threw Lingard in for the bant. So we've got Keen Pope, Madison Bards, Rice and Lingard. To be fair though, should Lingard Lingard really be on this list? Seriously. Well, how many have we got there? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six there. Okay. Um, Mm. See, there's awkward pairings, isn't there, really? You could have Keen versus Rice. Oh, I don't know. Actually, Why don't weird. we do two sets of three? Why don't we okay. do Keen, Rice and Pope and the top two go in? Yeah. And then Madison, Barnes and Lingard and the top two go in. 
Okay, go for it. Because they're they're sort of the, the closest positional pairings that you can get, really, isn't it? Yeah. I know it's not a pair, but yeah. trios, let's say. The closest positional trios. Because yeah. you've got your defensive three and then your attacking three. And yeah. then the top two from each pool go in, yeah? Yeah, I'm game. So I'll start it off with the defensive one of Keen, Pope and Rice. So if you head over to his Twitter, which is what, Matt? At Footy Foundry. If you head over there, vote on the poll, pick the one you want to see in the squad most, and then just hope that the second one is going to get voted on. Or if you've got multiple accounts, just keep voting. Yeah, know. man. However rig, you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, rig it. Rig, rig it. it. If you really want to, rig it. <laughs> um, and whoever has the least votes will be eliminated from that poll and won't make it into the squad, but they may get another shot later on. Yeah. In an, in another week or whatever. So if Harvey Bynes doesn't get in again, James will find another way to get him to the middle vote. So I will. If he does a back heel touch like he did against um Villa, he's going in any squad. <laughs> that was such a nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> um that's the only reason he's going back in this. Um but no, it's it's defensive first and then I'll run that for a couple of days and then I'll put the attacking one up. So Next week, we'll have four new players going into the squad, which would put us on 17 out of 23. Um, So we're we're getting close to filling it. And then what we'll do is when we've got a full squad, we'll then start making changes. We'll get people out that we put in early doors that maybe haven't quite kept that form going or something like that. Because there could be a couple of people in there that that completely drop off. Absolutely. Like, James Ward-Prowse hasn't really been all that brilliant in the last couple of weeks. He might drop off. You you just never know. It, it could chop and change. Uh, and then right at the very end of the season, what we're going to do with this 23-man squad is we're going to build the starting 11 the strongest we could make it. But we both have to agree on it. Yeah. Okay? Um. So we... we that's going to be fun because <laughs> sometimes me and Matt disagree on a few things. <laughs> um, like Jesse Lingard playing up front is what I'm going to have to try and stop Matt doing. Cause... I don't want Lingard up top. I don't want. <laughs> I mean, two minds about putting me in the vote anyways, mate. I only did it for a laugh. So, but yeah, but why not? He's in form. He's in form. Wait, we can't. We can't be one of them. One of them that's uh, going against people that are in form. We got. We got to stick with the rules. Mm. If they're having a good week or a good few weeks or whatever, they go in. And like like we pointed out, Lingard is in good form. Three goals in four games yeah. and an assist. So, can't fault him. Uh, but yeah, that is, that is should I stay or should I go done? So, keep an eye out for them polls. Um, I suppose it's best to do socials, aren't we? Uh, Facebook and Twitter is what, Matt? Uh, footy Foundry, Footy Foundry. Who are our partners? The Beautiful Game Network at BGNFM. Where can- Oh, there we go. I was about to say, where can you find them? Uh, and who are our sponsors, Mark? Go on, I'll let you just... Roughneckscarves.com Roughneckscarves provides scarves to the US, USL and US soccer. Roughneckscarves.com In it, bruv. Boom. There we go. Um, yeah, we've got some uh, big, exciting things coming your way here on the Football Foundry. We're going to be introducing a new section in the show. Mm-hmm. Don't know where we're going to fit in yet, but we'll sort that next week. It starts next week, mm. and it is called. I should have got a drum roll, shouldn't I? Should God have. damn it! Um, it is called the Foundry Five. 
Ooh. Sounds surprised, Matt. Ooh. What is the Foundry 5? I hear you screaming on the bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Imagine. So we're listening on the bus, and then they're like, What's oh. the Foundry 5? Oh, okay. And everyone's like, what is, What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry, that was a really niche, um, niche yeah. reference. But anyway, um, yeah, the Foundry Five is a new section that we're going to be putting in the show where we give our top five it within a category. So, as an example, top five Premier League managers of all time. Let's say okay. me and Matt would build our own personal top five, but then we've got to do is we've got to put them together and get a foundry five. Yeah? Okay. Sound good? Yeah. Understand? Yeah. So that's going to be a new section that we're going to be bringing in. We will be happy to take suggestions of categories to make a top five. Uh, just send them in to us, Facebook or us, Twitter, however you want to do it, tweet us, message us, however. Um... We will then build the top fives and hopefully rack up a few suggestions of them and then we can just work as way through them week by week and obviously we'll keep note of who suggested it so that when in four weeks' time we might get round to your suggestion, we can then mention your name and say, so-and-so suggested this, so let's crack on with it. And it is the top shirt sponsors of all time. <laughs> God, imagine trying to pick that. Who would be the best shirt sponsor? It's got to be Angry Birds, hasn't it? <laughs> well, to fair, you get funny foreign ones because obviously there's a, like, um, there's a bread company called Bimbo and they used to like, sponsor <laughs> quite a few. I had a Mexican um, Club Shivas Mexican football shirt which the sponsor was Bimbo. Oh, wow. Chupa Chups. Mm, Chupa Chup Bollies. I, mem- I remember them being on Wednesday shirts. Chupa Chups. <laughs> Uh, there's some there's some good sponsors out there that have been uh, been funny, um, but yeah, that's 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 the new section that we're going to be adding in. So hopefully, good times ahead for the football foundry. Uh, but Matt, that is everything we have time for today. So if you would like to say goodbye, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening, everyone, and we'll be back again next week. <laughs>